This is Commercial Real Estate School, featuring real-world insight and expertise from some of the most successful commercial real estate professionals in the country. Here's your host, Kyle and Sarah. Welcome back to Commercial Real Estate School. I'm your host, Kyle and Sarah, and we're back again this week with Natalie Wainwright from Logic Commercial in Las Vegas, Nevada. And in this episode, she's going to talk about how you go about picking the right team to join. Check it out. Have you ever wanted to own a slice of a skyscraper, multifamily asset, or industrial warehouse? You see, billionaires have long used real estate investments to build and protect their wealth. And that's because the rules of real estate investing have traditionally favored the rich until now. Lex is a new way to invest in real estate. The truth is the best commercial real estate deals are hard to find. Unless you're an accredited investor or have some other type of access. I mean, even then you've got things like crowdfunding, REITs, and sky-high investment minimums to choose from. Until Lex. Lex IPOs building so you can start investing today. By taking buildings public, Lex has created a new way for you to invest in marquee commercial real estate. Build a portfolio by picking the buildings you want to invest in. Each building gets a stock chart, a ticker symbol, and trades just like other stocks. You can even hold these shares in your existing brokerage account after the IPO. And as a shareholder, you can get paid dividends flowing from the rent paid by tenants, earning you tax-advantaged passive income. Unlike other platforms, you can freely trade in and out of your positions without lockups or holds. You can get started today in just minutes and start exploring Lex's live and upcoming IPOs. So head over to lex-markets.com, sign up using the code CREschool, and get a $50 bonus when you deposit at least $500. Again, that's lex-markets.com, code CREschool. Lex, real estate investing for all. This one resonates with me. What kind of team to join and the mentality income-wise? What are your thoughts there? Yeah, I especially from my Cushman days, I would see people come in and sometimes they would join the lowest grossing broker. And I was always like, I wanted to go, meet me in the break room. Shh, meet me in the break room. No, Uh, because if they don't make any money, how the heck are you going to be groomed properly? And how are they ever going to share the pie? They're not. You're Mm -hmm. never going to make any money. You want a broker that is balling and making a lot of money because you're more likely to be put on deals quicker. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I really think, and I started with the money piece because that's something that is important to me because a lot of people want to be in this business, but they can't afford to be on it in a um, commission only business. And mm-hmm. so the first step to that is join a team that makes at least that grosses, if it's one person or whatever, grosses at least 800,000 total annually. Uh, it can be 500,000 if it's an individual, mm-hmm. but you need to join a successful team. And then culture wise, get to know that culture, shadow them for like a week or two, hang out, be a fly on the wall, um, and really get to know what they're really about because everybody dresses up in the Sunday's finest um, when it's like time to shine. But you can really get to know somebody by just watching them in their environment, how they react to things that are annoying, how they, you know, how they answer the phone. You know, are they nice on the phone and hang up and go that, you know, that a-hole or, you know, whatever. Um, <laughs> this person wasn't a-hole. We all have them. <laughs> but, you know, just find somewhere where you fit in and that you think that you'll be appreciated for who and what you are. 
and that you can be put on deals faster so that you can make a living quicker. So when, when you say that, so you're, when you are starting out in office and you're considering joining a team or maybe you might be even put on a team, what are some things that you look for immediately if you don't know what they, they grow? So you're talking about strictly like gut feeling. Do I vibe with these people? Um, what questions do you ask and what insight would you provide there? You know, that's a good question. I, it's been many years and I haven't been asked that question. I, I, I have to give that one more thought. Um, great question. I don't, yeah. I wonder if I would ask right now, instinctively, I would say, ask the team's gross. Yeah. I wonder if anybody ever asked me my team's gross, how I would react to that. Um, I don't think I'd like it. Right. Like they're qualifying me. Yeah. Right. Yeah. The tables have turned. I think yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what's your gross lady. Yeah, exactly. um, yeah I, more than yours, but no. maybe, maybe ask for the last two years, closed deals. And so you can, and you can just say that you're trying to see the, the types of buildings they're closing. That's a creative way. Mm. Um, and you can kind of deduce from there what they're working with. But um, yeah, just understand if they're actually closing deals, I think is very important. You want to be on a team that is, is active in the marketplace and respected, you know, ask yeah. around if you know other people. And like, presumably that's probably how you wound up there, right? Maybe you saw a bunch of signs with somebody's name. Like, I want, this guy seems to be, or this girl seems to be all over the place. What can I work here? Let me reach out. I, I mean, I always think similar to when you, like for me, one of the big questions that I ask uh, landlords for restaurants is, what happened to the other guy? Like, cause like you're saying you're sitting in the office and you're watching this person join this team. That might be the fifth person to join the team in two years in that position. Yes. Right. That's another. Yes. Thing. Yeah. That is a red flag of a team has major turnover. That's a problem. And I've seen teams with major turnover and I always want to ask what is wrong? Like what are you doing <laughs> your assistants and stuff? Yeah. Like, yeah, for sure. Or if all the assistants are like, just kind of like, really flush in the face or, or like have no color in their face and their eyes are all bloodshot. Something's, something's not right. It's like Monday. Going on. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Now, when you say uh, mentality and income wise, um, you're talking about expectations on how much money that they, they should make, like they should clarify that or, or what, what do you mean there? No, I meant purely what the team is doing. Okay. I think um, if you're going to go in commission only, it's be ready. Be yeah. ready. Uh, I told my kids buckle up. And I probably should have told him to get into one of those like ones where you're snapping at the crotch because <laughs> yeah, we, we, we weren't ready. Yeah, um, right. It's scary. It is very scary. It's scary to this day. Um, not as scary at all, but I'm, I'm hoarding like a little squirrel yeah. uh, because everyone's watching what everyone else is going to do. I don't, I don't use the word downturn or recession. Cause I just, I don't, the hype is such BS. Yeah. Um, I, you know, that, yes, that's what I'm referring to. Um, I'm referring to the teams. Yeah. But if you're joined, you know, on a salary basis, make sure it's a good salary. Yeah, exactly. Like, here's some salaries where I'm yeah, like, totally. full-time $30,000 a year. I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's a vegan. so you are being abused yeah. um, because that's they're 1099. Yeah. It, I mean, I, I know a lot of speak, people speak on this, but if you're getting paid that for full, for full I just don't get it. No. Um, but yeah, that's a conversation that I will have with anybody offline ever. I'll give my time. And I'm sure you would too, Kyle, like what, yeah. how that looks. Yeah, totally. um, Because, you know, you're getting abused. Yeah, I, never, I mean, I came from a business where we bought something, we applied heat to it and sold it to you and you paid us in that same hour, right? So getting used to that whole, the delay and, and all the, that fun stuff that comes along with it 
is um, it's not taught in real estate schools, put it that way, right? <laughs> so it, it's something, it's, it's a fair question to ask. And if they tell you like, hey, everyone says, hey, you're not gonna be making money for two or three years. Okay, well, what does that really mean? You know, I think yeah. that's, a, that's, a, that's a fair question to ask. Yeah, for sure. Thank you for checking out Commercial Real Estate School. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the show, please share it with your fellow commercial real estate folks that you're friendly with, that you're out, you know, doing deals with, tours with, and having drinks with maybe. Share it with them. Post about it on social. And if it's not too much to ask, I would love it if you would leave us a rating and a review. That's kind of how we can bump ourselves up a little bit here in the commercial real estate podcast space. So that would mean a lot to me. And to catch the latest from me, you can follow me on Instagram at Kyle and Sarah and at TikTok at Kyle and Sarah and Kyle and Sarah on LinkedIn. Thanks again. And I'll see you guys next time.